Welcome to this week's episode of Husky Talk with your hosts today, Maddie and Emily. Today we are here with a very special guest. She is the only woman to have summited Mount Everest and completed the Iditarod. Welcome to the show, Cindy Abbott. Hi, Cindy. How are you today? I am doing well. How are you? Pretty good. So we heard you were running um, a team of dogs this morning. How did that go? And how far did you uh, guys We go? just finished. We went 15.4 miles. And it's their first long run of this season. And they did really well. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we start our interview, we are going to ask, we are going to test your Iditarod knowledge. We have five Iditarod trivia questions for you. Ready? Okay, I hope we can pass. <laughs> Who won the first I did it right? Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just going to say Joe Reddington. Dick, tell her the answer. Um, Dick Wilmers. Oh, I don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Who has won the most I did it odds? Uh, that would have to be, um, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Hang on, hang on. He's the uh, Norwegian only 5'10 champion. Sweeney. Close, but it was Rick Swenson. Who founded the Iditarod? Uh, the Red, well, you, you're talking about the Reddingtons, and then yes. um, <laughs> there was also the mother of the Iditarod. I can't think of her name, though. So, yeah, it was the Reddingtons. Okay. So, how many dogs can a musher start with this year? Uh, that's an easy one, 14. Good, Good job. job. What is the award given to the musher that finishes the race last? Oh, gee, let me think about what that might be. Red Lantern? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't have given me that one. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to, this is the segment where we're going to be asking you a few questions. So, okay. can you talk to us about your disease? My disease, okay, for how you say it, is Wagoner's granulomatosis. Oh, my. It's a vasculitis disease, and what that means is my immune system is attacking my blood vessels. Oh, and wow. And so that's not, not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. How does your disease affect your everyday life? My, probably the thing, besides having to take medication all the time, mm-hmm. so I have to carry that. You know, like especially when I'm racing in a protected area where it stays dry and stuff. Um, Probably the most affected thing is my vision. I'm functionally blind in one eye and have really bad vision in the other. And you can imagine if you're out in the wilderness in winter racing and not being able to see very well, that's a problem. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, So we know you climbed Mount Everest. Tell us what inspired you to take on this challenge. The Everest? Yes. Yes. I watched a documentary show about it and thought it looked really amazing, and so I thought I'd give it a try. Wow. That's an interesting... How did your disease affect you when you climbed Mount Everest? Um, again, just the vision problems. Not being able to, to uh, really see very well. Uh, climbing where you could, if you stepped wrong, you could actually, like, die. Well, it's a little, a little problematic, but yeah. I didn't die. That's mm-hmm. good. 
What made you go from climbing Mount Everest to mushing dogs? Uh, I was on a disease support site, you know, on the internet, and uh, a guy made a joke about it. He said, now that you've climbed Mount Everest, what are you going to do next? Run the deer rod? And so I started researching it. Oh, yeah, I got to show them up. <laughs> so it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Now you like it. You enjoy it. Obviously, because I was only supposed to run once, and now I live in Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Can you tell us how your disease affected you when you mushed in the Iditarod? Again, just the vision, and then I I just have to re- make sure I watch all my extremities. Yeah. So I didn't get too cold. Yeah. So what encouraged you to do all these adventurous things? Oh, I've always been adventurous. Before we started doing these things, we would go around the world. Scuba diving was our main hobby, adventure scuba diving. Wow. That's really cool. Uh Uh-huh. What are some setbacks with your disease? Well, my doctors say I should be dead by now, so I guess the fact that I'm not is... It's a good thing, not a setback. Um, it's, you know, I just have to go to the doctors a lot. Like, I just flew down to L.A. to get to see my doctors and blood work all the time. And, no, I'm quite, actually quite lucky. Yeah. You have us really jaw-dropped right now. I think that's really, really cool. <laughs> How does your disease affect your family? Well, it was pretty shocking at first, actually, very upsetting, Um, but I decided that I was going to keep on living life and not not be afraid of living life, and so Mm -hmm. far it's worked out, and they've all adjusted to it, and uh, finally the doctors were the slowest to adjust to it. (laughs) Yeah, proving them wrong. So when did you get diagnosed with this disease? When did I get diagnosed? Yes. Uh, August 1st, 2007. Wow. That's quite a while ago. Yes, which is why the doctors are so, uh, I think that's right around some of y'all's birthdays. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Even though they are two completely different things, which is the bigger challenge? Climbing Mount Everest or doing the Iditarod? Well, Mount Everest is definitely deadlier. Um... Um, but for me, running that Diderot is much harder because on Everest, all I had to worry about is myself. On the Iditarod, I worry, I have all those dogs that those are my top priorities. So it's a lot harder. It's just not, not just me. It's actually, I put my, the dogs above myself. Yeah. So yeah. I have to care for all those dogs. And so it makes it a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many dogs do you have? Right now we're running 30. We're training okay. 30. Hmm. So Ooh. do you do you have the dogs picked out that you're going to race with? We have the top 18 on pencil, but we're looking at one of the two-year-olds maybe making the team. So we're going to see how he does. Who is your favorite dog? Ooh, I have several favorites. I can't help it. I'd have to say Banana. Ooh, how'd you get her name? 
Uh, he's from the fruit litter. We also have his sister who is named Peach. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, and he's a big banana. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is your biggest inf- who is your biggest inspiration that keeps you going? Uh, probably my husband. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. The next part of our show we call Brain Freeze. We have five Would You Rather questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you prefer a cat or a dog? Oh, ooh. That's a <laughs> trick question. <laughs> Ty. Ty. <laughs> you pick or? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather listen to a song or a poem? Uh, I think a song. Would you rather go scuba diving or mush? Mush. Would you rather live in the country or the city? (laughs) Country. Would you rather climb Mount Everest or do the Iditarod? No, do the Iditarod. Okay, so for our for our next question, we are going to be asking all of our guests. So, if you could go on a s- sled dog trip with anybody, living or dead, who would you choose and why? Oh, I think I would like to go with a lot of the first mushers from the Iditarod, Dick Mackey, the Reddingtons, um, Joe May, a lot of the, the original mushers, mm-hmm. because... The sport was different back then. It was more about the experience. Yeah. Even though it was a race, you know, there was a camaraderie. They got together while they stopped, built campfires, talked together. Now the race has gotten so fast that mushers don't interact and, mm-hmm. you know, it's... They don't get time so to talk So it's not the same anymore. Yeah. Finally, what is your favorite song? What is my favorite what? Song. Song. Uh, it's called Perhaps Love by John Denver. Oh, cool. So, thanks for joining us today, and I hope you have a good day. Thank you. You have a good day, too. Thank oh, yeah. you. Special thanks to our guest, Cindy Abbott, for being on our show this week. Subscribe to us on iTunes and tune in next week. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, the Iditarod Chail song. Now enjoy a clip of Cindy's favorite song, Perhaps Love by John Depper. Perhaps love is like a resting place, a shelter from the storm. It exists to give you comfort. <laughs> it is there to keep you warm. And in those times of trouble, when you are most alone. 